land to give a damn. I'm your host, Lindsay Evans. What is up, all you cool cats and kittens? That's right! I am back. Can you believe it? I can't hear myself, so I'm hoping you can hear me. Um... Yes, I am back after a fun-filled two weeks. You guys, I have so much to tell you. It is wild. It is buck wild. And if you know Wes Evans, you know he goes hard. He rides hard for me on a holiday occasion. And um, it takes about a week to recover from his level of celebration, which I love about him so much. And I just have to say that... I would not have the confidence to do any of the things that I do without his love and support behind me. And he's always been my champion and my cheerleader. And I just want to say I love you, babe. And you're the best Valentine. And um, yeah, he really just helps me see that I can make my dreams come true. So without him, I wouldn't be here with you guys today. So, okay, that's enough of a love gush, but I had to get it in. He is the best Valentine. He spoiled me positively rotten. He always does such a good job. And, um, you know, Valentine's Day can cost some tiffs. I've been in a couple of relationships where it has caused a couple tiffs. And we had our first tiny, it wasn't a big deal, but we had our first tiny little tiff the night before Valentine's Day. And, um, you know, got through it no problem. And I just think uh, we're human. We're all human. And I'm glad that we could pull out of it and have a great Valentine's Day. So, um, but I just am keeping it real. Like not every, I don't claim to have a perfect relationship and we both try our best and that's all we can do. So, um, so yeah. So if your Valentine's Day wasn't perfect, I don't want mine to make you feel like shit because I've had a lot of shitty ones. Okay. But anyways, let's get into it right now because you little whores out there, I went on the Amazon fresh today. I said to myself, Lino, it's time to provide for your family. It's time to cook for your family. And what do I want to make them? Well, I know what I want to make myself. I'm going to Mexico in three weeks. So I'm on the extreme COVID slim down extravaganza. And I thought, well, this this little bambini is not going to be able to go sugar free right away because I know the crucial headache that that entails. And if I need to be functional as a human being, I need to have a little bit of sugar along the way. And uh, I, I find it's best to scale back gradually rather than all at once because it, it's just absolute wreckage. I, I came in like a wrecking ball, if you will. So I've done this little trick before that I learned from Peace Love Shay, who has become the most boring blogger ever. But um, she used to be BFS with Caroline Veer, Veerland. Do you remember her? I mean, them. They would like take over Fashion Week in 2016. They were really at their prime. And then I noticed that Shay was not at Caroline Virlin's, um wedding recently. And I'm like, wild. I wonder what happened. But maybe they're both just going two different directions. Um, anyway, I'm a little bit fascinated. They used to be like roommates and best friends. And I don't know. I just... I, I feel like there's more to the story there, so stay tuned, hoes. Anyway, if you're wondering who that is, I posted her on my story, and she's the one I said, oh, my God, this I thought this was Dorinda Medley, which, you know, Dorinda Medley, gorgeous woman, 
But I don't know as a, you know, 30-year-old woman that you'd want to look like a nearly 60-year-old woman on your wedding day. But that's what the hair was saying to me. It was saying pomp and circumstance. It was actually saying that really bouffanty, like, short Erica Jane wig, um, which I lived for. And honestly, it's what I aspire to look like when I'm around the age of Jane Fonda. Okay, so you hooker lights. So one of my tricks that I learned from Peace Love Shay is that um, if you're like kind of, you know, dieting or whatever, just like watching it, you can freeze berries like blueberries, raspberries. I don't freeze them. Okay. This is America. I'm not a communist. Okay. And you could freeze them and then you just add, well, she doesn't do this part. I, I added this part, but you add a little bit of the cocoa whip. It's the coconut. It's called So Delicious. That's the brand. Cocoa whip, one scoop. It's like 15 calories full of aspartame. And what you do is you mix the berries in the cocoa whip, preferably raspberries, burst a couple blueberries and walla walla Washington, you have yourself a freaking dessert sherbet on the days when you're like, oh my God, I want to eat a Girl Scout cookie. Okay. So um, I go to the Amazon Fresh and I'm like, I'm going to try and get some of that GD special sauce um, cocoa whip. Well, it's all sold out. And I'm like, that's weird. Why is it all sold out? And then I look at the ready whip because I'm like, okay, well, they have a version. It's like more horrible for you, but I, I could sacrifice that for just like a little bit of a, uh, 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 of a holdover, if you will. All the ready whip cans are sold out, you guys. Even the almond one, that's like awful, disgust. And I'm like, you horse, you have all been making little, you little skanks have been making this past Valentine's Day, I didn't get the memo that we were all doing the um, Varsity Blues fantasy of the bikini, whipped cream bikini, you sickos. Who knew that everyone involved whipped cream so heavily in their Valentine's Day sexual extravaganza? Who knew? Did not get the memo. Wes did not get a treat, really, at all. We had We were having way too much fun to even get into that business. Not that that's any of your business, but here we are. I just said it. So anyway, um, we had a gay old time, uh, a real gay old time. And on Friday night, I had people over. Uh, well, hold on. Don't cancel me because I had someone other than my husband at my home. Okay, everyone chill. COVID police. Um, I had two girlfriends over. One I know better than the other and had two girlfriends over. And so I was kind of like rekindling the flame with this one that I've met the one time. And she is a podcast listener. Thank you so much. I may or may not have cornered her into leaving me a five-star review. And that is just, yeah, basically just know that when you come to my home, you are signing a waiver, um, which which basically walking into my home is giving up your rights to your privacy and I will hide your identity, but I will not hide your stories. And so, um, she, I think mildly expects that because she was not shy about what she shared with me. So here goes nothing. Um, no, but she, first of all, what lo, what a lovely house guest. She remembered that I love the Walla Walla Washington wine. And she brought me one rosé in a can. 
And I, you know, to that I say, cheery motherfucking oh. Because if you are showing up at my doorstep with wine in a can, you know that A, I'm classless. And B, uh, you have been a listener of my program. And I cannot thank you enough because we have just been ranked number 175 on Apple iTunes, you guys, in the fashion and beauty. And I am pretty freaking proud of that. I cannot imagine how many there are um, in this category. I would imagine it's a lot. And I think that's pretty good for only having 10 episodes out. Don't want to brag, but here I am bragging. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And, um, you know, Uh, Let me know who I need to pay to get more reviews that are good. Okay, cool. So she brings me wine in a can. And I say, this bitch, I see you. And I recognize you. And you and I are going to be in a good spot by the end of this evening. And so um, she, she, you know, we're, we're all warming up to each other. And we get to talking. And she says, you know, I've read this book um, about the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Moji, no. Moji. Sorry, you guys. Parenting. You know, it's it comes at inconvenient times. Honey, go upstairs. Okay. So, he's trying to eat a curated classics boot. We can't have that. Okay. I think we're good. So, she's like, I've been reading this book, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and I'm quite certain that it's made me think something about, like, every woman's, like, a little bit gay. Is it absolutely not? Immediately. Absolute, absolutely not. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I've kissed a chick on a dare. Like a silly, stupid thing. I was like really young. And I said, I did not feel one iota of a tingle downstairs. Let me promise you that. And that's just human nature, folks. I'm not ashamed to say it. Curiosity killed the cat. And my cat, let me tell you, was instantly killed. Not interested whatsoever. No thank you. Wes Evans only for me. Thanks very much. Um, But sick theory. Sick theory. Um, And, you know, I know there's a spectrum. I get it. Whatever. But not me. No, no. No curiosity whatsoever. Don't bring that around me. Don't try to get me in your thruple. Don't try and get us in your orgy. It's not going to happen. Not that she was trying to do that. But I'm just saying... As a, as a disclaimer, that that is another disclaimer that I'll include as you enter the doors to my home. No orgies, um, no thruples, and also I'd prefer if you would give me the rights to your stories. Okay, cool. So uh, we had a gay old time, and um, she's telling me that her husband is really into when she wears like matching workout sets. He'll like jumper bones. And I have to ask myself, I sit here and I wonder, and there's a lot of sex talk happening. And I think to myself, are people having this much sex? It's COVID. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> I see this person every day. Love him so much. Think he's super fine. But I am not believing that people are having this much sex, you guys. Uh, but apparently, with all the whipped cream being sold out, you guys are a bunch of nymphos, nymphomaniacs. Cheers to you. Cheerio to you. If you are banging it out all the time via COVID, I'm pretty amazed. I, I mean, hats off. I don't know what you're doing, turning tricks. I don't have those tricks. Um, 
because, well, because of a bunch of reasons, but <laughs> mainly because I'm not in pursuit of those tricks. Okay. So, you know who does have those tricks is Madison from Southern Charm. Holy freaking cow, you guys. This is the biggest <laughs> shit show. This is the shit show that will not end. It keeps going. Okay, so last time we talked, I think we got into the, I don't know if I mentioned the A-Rod stuff. Forgive me if I didn't. Forgive me if I did. But J-Lo locked that up. And let me just say that the damage was not controlled. This is a PR nightmare. Um, Isn't it interesting that, maybe I've said this before, forgive me, that celebrity like a legitimate celebrity who has worked for a 20-year career, all the credibility in the world is now basically shattered by this, well, in my opinion, like I can't even look at J-Lo the same, and you guys know I am obsessed. But I'm like, do they have an open marriage where she's like boning our backup dancers still? And I don't know. I've Jeff always told me, that's my father, Jeff always told me A-Rod is like a piece of shit person. He lied about... Um, he didn't say those words, but he lied about, I don't know, steroids or something and a bunch of other things. And so he's, his character is a little bit corrupt and he's like, he has the best PR team ever to be sort of rebranded as this like uh, knight in shining armor to JLo. It's like, yes, because everyone just freaking worships JLo. Everyone loves a woman who's like in her 50s and on the come up. Like, look at Erica Jane. Let me tell you, it's fragile. And you know where they always go wrong? It's in the relationship. Look at Bethany Frankel. She can't hold a man down because, because ultimately, you know it, I know it, every man gets threatened by the success, feels emasculated at some point or is pissed that she's busy or is pissed she's not at home making him dinner and is like, yo, what of it? Um, I'm going to hook up with this fitness influencer and you like you're kind of old news to me. And these girls put up with it. It's wild. It's wild. I cannot believe the people that get cheated on. Like Amber Lancaster, she's a little um, blogger. She's the host on The Price is Right. Freaking stunning. Her hair extensions alone, I'm like, those are a G. But it's not even that. It's just like, she's such a, she's just a really beautiful girl. She had a kid with this guy. I think they were married. I'm not sure. Anyway, she looks through his phone. He's talking to other bitches. Now, that is very like LA. Like, it's, no one really wants to settle down. I get it. But, I'm like, you're cheating on her? Who are you, idiot? And I guarantee it's like he wasn't doing as well. Anyway, not good. Not good. So I don't know. I don't know the answer if you're a strong B. Sometimes I think, did feminism ruin everything? But then I also think, be that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So anyway, Madison showed her under under T-Tat um, on the Instagram. And... Her under T-Tat, well, she got the mommy makeover. She got the, did I say this? I don't know, you guys. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I hope I did. I hope I didn't. I don't know. She got the mommy makeover. She got the T-Tats done. She got the belly button in. I don't know what happens to your belly button. But speaking of pregnancy, okay, I was triggered earlier today because I saw on someone's Instagram story, they were talking about their pregnancy, being real funny about it, and like, it was cute. And, you know, I'm surrounded by new babies. They're coming out from every direction. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if one shows up in my closet. 
because they won't stop. Um, who sings that song? And he can't stop, and we won't stop. Is that Miley? You know I'm tired when I when I can't remember a, a pop diva song. Wild. Anyway, let's put on the Mexico playlist. You know who that's who that's for. Okay, so um, okay, so yeah, so this pregnant woman is saying that she's 32 weeks along. And I'm like, do you think that I have time for that kind of long division? What the fuck does that mean? Does does, does that mean you're like seven months? Does that mean, I mean, the month zero? Just tell me how many months you are. Because I don't have time to do that math. And if you think I care enough to do it, I'm not going to. So just any of you pregnant bitches or bitches that have had kids and you're like, my kid's 19 weeks. It's like, I have no idea how fucking old your child is, but hats off to you. I don't know what size clothes to buy them. I, listen, I'm a business owner, but I have a bookkeeper for a reason. Okay. And actually I got an A in math, but someone needs to explain it to me. It's almost like working off a calendar or like turning time into a fraction. I cannot. I mean, I can, but I have to stop and think about it. And we're just not moving at that speed where I have the time to like twiddle my thumbs and think about how old your baby is. So I would like a parenthesis this many months going forward, if you don't mind. Okay, so going back to Madison. First of all, her son is gorgeous. She posted a little picture of him. He's adorable. He really should be a child that's on television, but I see that she maybe doesn't want to ruin his life. However, she already has without even knowing it because speaking of strong women a woman like Madison who has hose in different area codes um, and is showing her under boob in a Budweiser tea on the Instagram that is the kind of woman that is ruining her son for future generations of women because she's hoeing around she's not giving the son attention I mean she might be you guys relax I'm not mom shaming her I'm just saying she fits the profile of being a little bit of a skank. The son's going to catch on to this stuff eventually, you guys. She's, he's going to be like, what did you do this weekend? She's going to be like, oh, I was, I, was, um, I was in Nashville with friends. What friends? You know, it's going to be like that kind of dynamic where he's like, mom, my friends at school told me that you're a hoe. Okay, so anyway... And you just know the moms at his school are are clutching their husbands. Like, yo, don't even think about it, you sick SOB. If I even see you talking to her in the pickup line, you're dead. Oh, wait, is there no pickup line? I think Charleston has it because the kids are going to school, I think. I think, I think. Um, so, okay, so, but I realized I had a revelation today about her, you guys, and I realized she is the Danielle Staub of South Carolina like what Danielle Staub is to New Jersey she is to South Carolina talk about a provocateur um, a woman who's been engaged 19 times uh, soon enough she'll probably have a hit single that's in an operatic tone um, I truly believe that Madison is she's groundbreaking she is a pivotal character in reality and here's why she started off being a non-threat she was dating a Muppet mouth and now um, she has graduated to a level 
that has literally changed the celebrity landscape. And that is that one mishap with um, a larger celebrity, in my opinion, such as A-Rod. Which, by the way, if you match up those Regency picks, that is the that is the straw that broke the camel's back, if you ask me. So, um, the evidence isn't looking good. And then all of a sudden, the news media just goes dark on it. Like, oh, really? And you know she was crying. Because she's just like, I, I got J-Lo's man. Like, I got J-Lo's man. That's what's happening here. And that's a good look on her, I gotta say. It is. Even though he's slime. He's disgust. Um... But it makes her aspirational. So anyway, then I hear, it just doesn't end, you guys. I hear that they spent Valentine's Day together. Oh, let me, oh, hold on. I hear that Madison and Austin, that's right, her ex-boyfriend from Southern Charm, the Muppet Mouth, spent Valentine's Day together after she, after they freaking hated each other on social media. They've been roasting each other nonstop. I mean, it is the most abusive, dysfunctional thing. He even said on his own podcast that came out, which is useless, by the way. Wes really liked it because it was like it's like a guy's podcast, but Craig is like the female energy. <laughs> Craig is literally like, yeah, let me envision that. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, this is why they were like, I just like to see a show about them. And then maybe like a separate couple show of like Shep and Taylor. I don't need Catherine. I certainly don't need the Leva. Um, I would like to see Madison keep going. But she could be on the Craig and Austin show. That would work. That would work for me. Um, I think. I think their podcast, you know, it's already at like number one. They're like at number one. So they had Kristen Cavallari on to speak on this, which of course she said nothing. She's like, uh, this chick is so thirsty. and wouldn't say her name and just said nothing. And it's only reaffirmed for me that while I feel so bad for Austin prior to this Valentine's Day experience, I felt so bad for him. I thought this is like, I saw on Watch It Happens Live afterwards. He seemed so dejected. And I thought this isn't good. Like this is going to affect his mental health. This is like mean. And he seems sad. And no wonder he's doing the booger sugar. You know what I mean? Like he's just trying to escape this woman with her Venus flytrap vagina. Um, so it, I felt so bad for him. But then I listened to the podcast and I'm like, okay, but this is why she calls you a beta bitch. Because... It's because you have nothing important to say, and yet words keep coming out of your mouth. I could just, Wes is like, wow, you really don't like him. I'm like, he is just, there's just something about the way he articulates himself that I'm like, spit it out. But I've never been called patient, so there is that element of it. Okay. Moving right along. Okay. So, uh, the fact that they spend Valentine's Day together, I no longer feel bad for anyone. It's just, I feel like she feels like she got kicked when she was down and she's getting drunk. It's <laughs> it's not looking good. It is not looking good. So, cheers to them. Uh, well wishes. And, okay, you know who else was to get? Okay, so a couple a couple couples came out. Um as couples or like whatever made it like super officious on valentine's day courtney kardashian and travis scott travis pardon me travis barker the drummer and he's the drummer with machine gun kelly right now i couldn't be more bored by this couple um yeah i have nothing else to say so 
it seems like it makes sense. I know they've known each other a long time. They have kids. Remember how Travis Barker had that reality show for a minute? I was into it. And I'm kind of sad that he didn't. He and the first wife didn't work out. But I think he got sober. I don't exactly know. I think I'm pretty sure he's sober, though. And um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly uh, really made it official. And I just want to say that Megan Fox should stick to the acting. I don't know why she is trying to establish herself as a poet. You guys, this is not a joke. I'm pulling it up right now so I can read it to you. Um, And I really don't even know. I'm practically shaking. I'm so shooketh from this post. Okay. The pictures are cute and they're cute together and stuff. But I feel like... Here's what I kind of think. I kind of think that she's deep down like a nerd who like doesn't feel pretty. Even though she's freaking stunning. Um... But, like, maybe it's kind of, like, a little bit of a weirdo who's, like, into, like, sorcerer shit. And, like, I know that she's into, like, the stars or whatever. And that I get. But I think she might actually be, like, one of those girls that's, like, into dragons or... I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay, so... But she just seems a little uh, low self-esteemy, which surprises me. But anyway, here's, here's her poem. Ready? It's a picture of her and MGK. It says... There goes my heart, manifest outside of my body, draped in the towering silhouette of a most unusually handsome boy, magical and haunted, kinetic and tortured, ethereal and dangerous, cosmic, lawless, eternal, creative genius. The journey will likely be perilous, but there is no destination without him. Happy Valentine's Day, Rehab Barbie. Take a moment. Take a moment of silence. Let that sink in. As I read it out loud, it's actually better than it was in my mind. But I really, it got, it takes a turn. It takes a turn at Rehab Barbie, you guys. I'm like, what kind of gender normative shit is this? I don't get it. And I'm all about all genders. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's like... I did notice in one of the things they were wearing the same um, color nail polish. I thought, that's pretty cute. Okay, if you're going to be with a punk rock guy, uh, there's an advantage. You guys can have your nails matching. I think that's cute. Um, But, okay, then this is what he wrote about her, you guys. Which, I think he's obsessed with her. So, I, I don't really buy this whole persona of what he's doing right now but let me read it hold on hold it hold it ah what is his name machine (laughs) there we go okay so now it's a photo of him looking away from her she's just like on him with the blue nails i will say that nail polish color is sick af um and he says i wear your blood around my neck okay i guess that's pretty dedicated i take it back then there's a video of him poking her in the face with a flamingo it's pretty cute and then the last picture is where they have the matching nails which i thought was really cute but point being why is he trying to be bobby bobby whoa 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 bobby what was that guy's name billy bob (laughs) billy bob thornton and angelina jolie you guys that didn't go well i get it they're trying to be like dark and obscure 
But um, I'm a little worried. If she's worried, I'm worried. I want it to go well. Why does everyone keep acting like he's going to kill himself? I'd prefer if he didn't. I feel like, you know, that would be sort of sad. Don't you think? I think so. Anyway, um, I, I got PTSD from this photo because if you notice in the back, there's a wardrobe rack. There's several wardrobe racks. And I'm thinking, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I bet people were bitchy during this. I bet they were. Um, a stylist, I think, is actually doing an insane job. So hats off to, I think it's Andrew. I believe so. Okay, moving right along. Um, I obviously... Well, and then MGK in an interview said, my favorite pop star is obviously Britney Spears. And he laughed. And I thought, uh, rude. So is mine. How dare you? Um, the bubbly got me again, you guys. I try so hard not to burp. Okay, anyways. So, yeah, it got him. I mean... So he was a little bit mocking the Britney, but I watched the Britney doc. And if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it. So you can skip ahead, but still leave a five star review. Okay. Um, so I, you know, I really loved that her self-titled album, Britney, where she came out with um, overprotected and stronger like that is my favorite Britney era where she had the curled hair and the crimped hair and like the tops that were just torn to shreds shattered and I mean shredded (laughs) oh my god I'm so blacked out tired not even drinking tonight everyone um and you can see there was a real creative element to it. And, like, every look was fire. And it was just, I think, I was never a big fan of the Toxic Era. I know that that's going to be, like, a cardinal sin to many. But I really wasn't. I really loved that album before um, the self so that self-titled album before In the Zone. And then I love Circus again. So this whole thing just pulled me in and you just god it is just you just don't realize I mean I grew up in the age of this so like it's true like we were being the message I think more for me it was shocking it's like I can't believe all the girls my age lived through this absolute misogyny and just pure smut job they did with her in the public and how actually I thought she handled it super well she was like super lovely to everyone for such a long time she took so much shit and was just like nice to every interviewer who said like what did you do you know it's like I was 23 and I did whatever I wanted you a-hole people now would be so much angrier but she was like I mean if they feel that way that's really sad and mean and I'm like Wow, that was graceful. I mean, who did her media training? I think it was the baby Lord. Um, I just felt so, I mean, you see it, you've lived through it as a kid, but then you see it as an adult and you're like, holy cow, she she went through a lot. And, you know, all those Kevin Federline years, it's sort of like fun and crazy. And they portrayed it like she sort of liked the attention. But then when you really start seeing the break, to, like her sitting at that, booth where she's just like staring through her sunglasses and wants to be left alone more than anything and 
She's like, I'm really sad. It's like, I think that was the breaking point when she, when she gave the interview, like, I'm really sad and I just want to be left alone. And he's like, Matt Lauer. By the way, hats off to Matt Lauer. He is a creep, but he did a sick interview. Um, he did a great job with that interview. And she said, I just want to be left alone. And she starts crying. And it's like, we didn't leave her alone. And now we've practically broken her. And I don't think she's broken. I don't think she's broken. I think she's smart. I think she's so much smarter than anyone has ever given her credit for. I think she's so much more creative and talented than anyone ever gave her credit for. I wish that this documentary had dove a little bit more into the singing portion of it all. Because in the beginning, you see, she had a great voice. And I feel that that was also taken from her. She is literally like the Little Mermaid. Where her voice has been taken, her innocence has been... T- I mean, it's just like, what else can you take from this woman? She barely has her kids. I think f- hashtag free Britney, 100%. I mean, usually, you guys, with this stuff, from what I've seen, where there's smoke, there's fire. And the media can just sometimes be slow to catch on, or they can frame it in a different way. But just like, all I'm going to say is, just look at certain pop stars that wear red lipstick and what caught up with them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I think it was, um, very well done and I hope that this is resolved and it's also made me want to listen to the podcast about it all, um, which is like Britney's Instagram or something. I haven't gotten to it yet, but, um, I intend to, and it basically just examines everything she posts on Instagram uh, I also wish it had gone a little bit more into the interview with Sam Agrossi, whatever. Um, I have a feeling that I don't know what to think of him, you guys. I mean, I do. Th- of course, he's an opportunist. Uh, but I do think he cares for her. Maybe I'm being naive. I don't know. I don't know what to think. That's why I wish they explored it more. Uh, They said they don't know if the request reached Brittany, and I believe that, too. Because it's not like it's not like they can go to her through, like, a stylist or a makeup artist or anyone. I mean, she's not. Now, what I do find weird is why isn't, like, Jamie Lynn getting more involved in this? Like, this is a bad look for you, James. And Jamie Lynn, I don't know if you've seen her social media. That's her little sister, if you you have been living under a rock. Um, But she doesn't seem like a very happy girl she really doesn't she seems like a bit of a like I've seen her comments on Jesse James Decker's stuff and she seems sort of like a bitter jealous person which I mean are we surprised she never really got a childhood um or maybe she did I don't I I, I don't know I just think that she's sort of always been in the shadow of someone else's dreams you get it Okay, so free Britney, free Britney. Support the movement, buy the t-shirt. Well, Justin Timberlake apologized for his involvement in this BS. And I, I have to say, you know, that's really the least you can do, pal. You're drunk, running around on your wife. Um, my girlfriend back in the day almost hooked up with you. And I just, but he wouldn't even like, okay, that's not a good story actually, because she really didn't almost hook up with him. But 
uh, he was there and she was obsessed and anyway he was her, his friends were like he's so boring now that he's met Jessica meaning Jessica Beale, and um that's when he was on good behavior apparently because now he seems like a total piece of shit um I don't love that this Britney apology came with the Janet Jackson apology I feel that that was strategic here's why I feel that he felt I need to include Janet in this I mean, if you want to apologize to Janet, you should have done it literally right after everyone got talking because she was shit on immediately and he should have known right then and there. So I think this was a strategic move by him and his team to get a little bit of positive favor in public eye. Like, look, look farther than just, oh, he's being nice and apologizing because he just had a really bad year. He's gone kind of quiet. He had a really bad tour. Everyone kind of thinks he's like dabbling in alcoholism. And now he's like, okay, I cannot take one more hit. I've got to, I've got to get out of here and get in front of this and say something so that cancel culture doesn't get me. And I've, I've been wanting to cancel him for years. I mean, I've gone to his concerts, I've gone to his shows, but I'm not really, I've never thought, found him attractive. Him and Leo DiCaprio, never got it. Don't get it. Nope. Always been team team BSB. And so, as you may have seen from my Valentine's Day photo shoot. But anyway, um, he says, I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually. Okay, but you're not doing it individually. So now he's trying to not be tied into the narrative with Britney, but tied into the positive movement of let's raise up women and I have white male privilege which he does I mean it's true that the industry does work more in favor of men and has always objectified women and always put women down because that's what the men in charge are more comfortable with I agree that that's true you can have a different opinion that's fine but I've seen what I've seen and I know what I know so there we have it Okay, so um, he apologized, and I think he's horseshit still. Uh, you're not fooling me, JT. You're not. It's going to take a lot more than that, pal. Um, okay, so speaking of dressing like a pop star, I don't know if you guys saw, but this past weekend for Valentine's Day, Wes took me somewhere fanciful, and I decided to dress up like a Powerpuff cheerleader. And... It was a pink and red costume, and I was wearing thigh-high red boots. And, and as I, I told Wes, I said, I need to go tinkle, but the walk is so far. It was such a far walk. And I was like, I don't want to wipe out on the middle of this marble. You know, I have a weak ankle, and I just got a hip injection. And let me tell you, don't wear, don't wear thigh-high boots a week after a hip injection, because some things might get out of, out of whack. But... I said, will you help me walk walk over there? And he's like, I need to go too. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go together. So we went to <laughs> walk to the bathroom together. We walked back together. And uh, on the way back, this girl, this really um, normal looking uh, DC Virginia type girl, petite little gal, she says, oh my God, girl, those boots are a dream. And I'm like, <laughs> this little embryo is blacked out. Uh, she's, and then she's she's muttering something about like, that's some true love. Or I'm like, she's like, I'm in love with those people. I don't know. She was saying some nonsense. Absolute fodder. And it was like, oh, thanks. Um, I feel a little bit like an escort in these. But, you know, 
it's all it's all just for fun or so you know I made some flippant remark to like deflect the attention and she's like no you're she didn't say you're killing it she said something like um no obsessed like you're killing her I don't know she said something and <laughs> we get down to the table and Wes says um I think she was an escort I was like what Oh my God. I just called myself an escort in front of an escort. Okay. I think that's kind of funny. And then you guys at the other table, there was another escort. I don't know if she was an escort or a sugar baby. I've just learned about this term sugar baby. Let me just say, if you're a married man and you're listening, you better turn this off right freaking now because I'm not putting it in your head. The bad idea that you're about to get right now. Okay. So turn it off. Do the right thing. Here's the deal. Ladies, listen up. There is a thing called sugar babies, okay? Some people call them hooker lights. Um, what they are are the girls that you see on yachts with older men. And, okay, I know, so one of my girlfriends was telling me, she's like, have you heard of this? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, so there's this web, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of them that I don't know about, but there are these websites that these girls will go to. They're like, maybe, you know, 24, 23, or even, you know, any, any age. And these guys like peruse the girls and they just send you a message saying, would you be available to me? It's super transactional. Would you be available to me for these two hours every week? Some of them are sexual visits. Some of them are non-sexual visits. Here's your weekly allowance uh, for your time. And, like, let me know if you're interested. Okay, so you can take, like, 10 of these appointments at a time. So, and these are, I'm not talking about Instagram models. I'm talking about, like, normal chicks, okay? So, my girlfriend in LA knows, like, a friend of a friend who got into this. She's totally addicted to cocaine. She, um sees roughly 10 clients a week and she's trying to get out of this but she's got the golden handcuffs to it because she's never had to work a real job out of college like she's this is all she's ever done so now she's like oh my god I'm gonna have to go into the real world and make like maybe 20 bucks an hour awful like yeah bitch welcome to the honest dollar it sucks um I gotta say there's a lot to unpack there (laughs) I don't even know where to begin. What I do know is, should this continue, it's the end of the world as we know it. And I mean, it's so, sex work is such an interesting thing because I feel like, um, while I want to be very into female empowerment, that's kind of where I personally draw the line. I think, you know, I just feel that women who get into this kind of thing are troubled in some way generally and there's probably something more psychological going on like for example this woman who is obviously addicted to cocaine now she's like how am I going to support my cocaine habit um anyways I find this so wild and I any any given day now there's going to be a a reality show about it I guarantee you I'm surprised E hasn't jumped on that but there's probably so much liability involved who knows who knows We have that to look forward to in 2022, maybe, along with the Roaring Twenties. I've heard there's going to be a style boom in the 2022. 
So here's helping house. All right. Love you guys. So glad to be back. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to have another one up for you next week. As always, share, subscribe, rate, review. Show me some love. Post your favorite thing you love about the podcast to your Instagram story. You know how much that'll make my day? Let's get to number one in the fashion and beauty category. Not just 175, but I will take it, hoes. I appreciate it. Keep giving me those ratings. Share it with your friends, you guys. Love you so much. Have a good one.